The goal, explain the 1990s in exactly 60 songs. The result, we did it. I'm Rob Arvilla. I host 60 songs that explain the 90s, which has indeed covered 60 fantastic songs thus far from Tupac to Radiohead to TLC. So let's do 30 more. Let's do 90 songs. No, we're not changing the name. More rad songs, more special guests, more astute critical analysis, more loopy nostalgic exuberance. That's 60 songs that explain the 90s every Wednesday only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. I'm at an undisclosed location yep. at my at, in, in Panama. Just kidding. I'm at my fiance's soon-to-be parents-in-law's house, and okay. I had to find I had to find somewhere, you know, halfway decent to do this. And while I ran out of clothes the other day, the other night, and it mm-hmm. was time for laundry, yeah, I went in and I said I need a damn T-shirt. So I went digging through her drawers, and there is a uh, a shirt that was down in there that is not allowed to be on the planet anymore because the two biggest challenge and the two biggest names in challenge history legitimately got pissed off at me for creating one. So therefore it was buried deep down to never show its face again. But since everyone is so upset that they're not seeing Johnny or CT Oh boy, on here we All go. Stars 3 anymore. And I here got permission go. from the man himself to do the gag. <laughs> wow. Let me, let I, already me just, know what the, listen, I already know what's let, coming. Let me just get in trouble by Johnny and CT one more time in my life because that's not a terrible idea. Is it? Is it, everybody? You want to get on Johnny and CT's shit list? This is what you do. Or, or don't do. <laughs> Wow. Wow, Derek. See, man, and, and I thought we were friends here, dude. You know what I mean? I thought I thought we were friends. And you gotta go and do me like that. You know, you know I'm fragile. You know I'm you know I'm a sensitive guy. This is this is how you're gonna do me on my own podcast. The Challenge Mania podcast. And this is this is an image I've never I'm not familiar with. What what, what are we looking at here? What what is this? Caution? It looks like I don't know. It looks like one guy kind of strapped to another guy's back. What am I looking at here? What can you explain this to me? Because I've never in my entire life seen this image before. Uh, listen, this was supposed to be the challenge NBA logo that went extremely sour. <laughs> Once I got a phone call from you and a phone call from CT that was not having it. 
Not having it. That shit went down off the website faster than I could get shit on by a bird. <laughs> Without knowing that it's coming. All right. Here was my... Okay, Derek, here's why. Before, before we get in... No, leave it on. I love it. Before, no, no, I, it's leave not for it on. sale. It's not for sale. I don't care. I don't care. Leave that fucking shirt on. Because I love it now. This was, this was what I... Okay, this was obviously like... When you guys first opened up your challenge merch shop and you guys were selling all this, you know, super sick merch and everyone's, you had like fucking, I don't know, like Jordan and like wearing like a Superman cape. You had like, you know, everyone was like these like larger, like superheroes and like they had laser beams shooting out of their eyes. And it's like all these like challenge, like everyone, it's like, we're going to immortalize these challengers as superheroes and as cartoon characters. And then I couldn't wait to see what mine was going to be. I'm expecting, like, I'm going to be like Wolverine. I'm be like blades coming out of my hands. Like, can't wait to see it. And this is, this was the shirt that Challenge Mania picks for me. All right. The CT Johnny Bananas backpack. That's what you guys, that's how you guys decide to, uh, you know, immortalize me in the Challenge Mania shop. So yeah, I text Derek and I'm like, Derek, really, bro? This is how you're going to fucking do me. Make money off my misery. I'll never forget when CT called me. I fucking pulled over that gas station and I was just like, I already knew. I what did already he say? knew. What did he say? Oh, uh, he was he was kind of like, just like you said, like, this is how you're going to do me? Really? <laughs> I was like, bro, no, it's just a joke. Click. I was like, oh, Scott, this is terrible. They both hate me now. Oh, this is so bad, Scott. This is so bad. I don't know why CT would be upset with that. I mean, dude, that was probably, that's one of his greatest moments of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know what? It's, you know, I, I, I never want to, you know, you know, b bother you guys, you know, no, to the man. extent where you guys are like, you know, really upset and, you know, no, uh, I wasn't really upset, Derek. I was not really upset. I thought, listen, I made Johnny banana backpacks, you know, I've, I, I've done it all. It's just for me, it was like, Oh, challenge mania shop. We're going to like, you know, we're going to work. I mean, who else? I mean, you guys did like some really cool shirts. You had some really cool designs and I was just waiting for mine to come out. I'm like, I can't wait to see what it is. And that's how you guys, that's how you did me there. Well, so, so here's the thing. It's like, we always ask people, you know, is this cool or whatever? You know, can we, you know, do you want a shirt? You know, I don't know if this one even, I didn't, I, I didn't know if this no, one constituted call. of, <laughs> of like, it, it's just, it's the challenge logo. You know what I'm saying? It's not like immortalizing Johnny. It's not immortalizing CT. It was more of just like embodying what the challenge is. And this is such a moment that I. Oh, that's what, that's what embodies. So in your opinion, this, this moment is no, what embodies the challenge? No, no, no. This is second place to the Derek Joss elimination of all time. I don't know if you've heard that narrative yet. No, so, I haven't heard about that one. <laughs> Wait, so, you, you did an elimination with Joss? No, no, I, it, it must have been some other guy. It was <laughs> not me, not me, not me. Uh, one of the most you, brutal eliminations of all time, dude. But but you know, I mean, these two go back and forth and and challenge history, and and you and you know how it is for me, man. I I take a, I take a little bit of pride in you know uh, you know somewhat being the hardcore champ and being in all these fucking grudge matches, win or lose, get your ass kicked. You know, that's kind of what I felt like is the face yeah. of the challenge. You know, I agree. And that's what I'm saying, man. I've had some really fucking insane eliminations that I did. And it's like, this is, yeah, you've got like your two hour long gladiator fucking match with Joss blood, guts, sweat, tears in the mud, stepping on each other's faces. I get backpacked out and, 
dumped on a trash can there. Come on. You got, you get fucking punted in 19 seconds and <laughs> 19, bro, 19 that, seconds. That was probably less than, I think it was less than 19 seconds. I, I, well, when you go, when you check the tapes, it's 19 seconds. So well, that's actually, I actually, you know what? That's actually longer than I usually last. So um, that's, <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm going to chalk myself up for that. Well, when are you coming back and what's all the hoop? I, I believe on my podcast, on ChallengeManiaPodcast.com, I revealed that Johnny Bananas was go actually supposed to be there on All-Stars 3. Then all of a sudden he made, I don't know if you've announced that information yet. Has that been revealed on the Death Tax and Bananas podcast yet? So before we get started here, Derek, I have to do a proper intro, man. We've just been spitballing this entire time. We've talked for fucking 11 minutes about... You insulting me with that fucking shirt you're wearing. Or me right? just getting in trouble by both you guys, and it was the last <laughs> thing I ever wanted in my life. And now Derek, I'm wearing the shirt, and you're making Derek, me do it because you want me to get in trouble by CT. Derek wears Derek wears headphones, a toy owl, and a T-shirt on the fucking podcast. I love it. I'm trying not um, to get shit on. All right. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. I am so excited. The challenge is back, baby. Bigger, badder, better than ever with another season of All-Stars, All-Stars 3. They just keep on upping the ante every season. And um, listen, there's no better way to kick off, uh, you know, this this season of All-Stars 3 on the Death Tax and Bananas podcast with one of the most infamous challengers of all time making his second appearance on the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. He also has his own podcast, Challenge Mania. He's a daddy. Some would say he's a diesel. He's a fucking dilf. There's absolutely no denying that. And I'm talking about my main man, Derek Kaczynski, and his fucking owl. Welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, buddy. Yeah, no, I, thank you for having me, and I appreciate you uh, bringing me on. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing me on during the uh, premiere of the challenge All-Stars 3. We get to watch two episodes and uh, and I get to break it down with the goat himself here. So it's always a pr pleasure, man. I was like I was saying before, I'm here with uh, I'm over here at my fiance's uh, parents house. And I was just telling them how much uh, he uh, my my father -in -law, he goes, he was Johnny Bonanza, the guy that's on SNL. <laughs> no, after SNL, he goes, yeah, yeah, I know who that is. He goes, is he coming to the wedding? I was like, yeah, probably. Yes. I mean, it's, it's a good possibility. Yes. And I went on to say, I go, man, I've been in so much damn trouble with this guy. Uh, or, we've, 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 we've gone through a lot here in this uh, off and on 20 years. So I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you coming on the podcast when, whenever I need you, man. Even back in the day when we fucking, when I was fucking around with Ultimate Challenge Radio, man, you were right there with me fucking talking about, uh, you know, all types of dumb shit. What's eating bananas? That was my segment. Casey Anthony edition. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was right. That was during, I was watching Nancy Grace, dude. I was like, I was more invested in the Casey Anthony trial than I was like, I think anything ever in my entire life. All right. I don't think I ever studied that much for like a, a, a project I did in college to graduate. Um, and I remember I'd come on. Yeah, there was a, I was doing like the weekly we do. It was you and Kenny. And uh, I would do what's eating bananas. And it would be that week, all the things that were pissing me off. And the list was long. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, it was kind of uh, uh, like a, it, was, it was a revolving door between you, Kenny and Mark. Yep. That was way back in the day, dude. I, well, listen, Derek, I want to thank you for coming back on. I want to thank you for uh, there's been a lot of firsts. All right. On the on the podcast this is the first time someone has brought a lawn ornament. 
you know, as 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 decoration. And uh, this is also the first time that someone has worn a shirt that is a direct insult to me on my own podcast. So I just want I want to thank you. A lot of firsts here, Derek. I'm, I'm really starting to question our friendship. Listen, I, I listen. I feel I feel like I should take this shirt off now because no, I think no. the gag's over. No, no, leave it. No, that needs to stay on because we don't know. Here's the thing. I never know what what part of the episode video clips my producer is going to take out. So I want to make sure that whatever clip she decides to do, that shirt is in it. All right. Uh, for the for the record, there's a lot of cool stuff at challengemedia.shop. This is not one of them. For the record, Ooh. I got in way too much. We should do a lim- no, we should do a limited edition. We should do a limited edition run. All right. We won't tell CT we're doing it because for some reason. <laughs> He's more upset about these shirts being out than I was. I mean, and he's the one that actually is like, you know, looks good on it. You have that conversation with him because I don't want any piece of that noise. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, dude. Well, listen, Derek. Yeah, I mean, listen, you just touched on it briefly, but getting married, bro, look at you, man. He's all growns up. He's all growns up and he's growns up and he's growns up. She was on the show tonight. Yes, she was. You know, she was on there with Lil D. Who's toes taller than me now, by the way. Um, Looking good. Thank you. I do remember. Okay. I do remember that night. I do remember the night you found out that you were pregnant. Yep. Johnny was there. Never forget that. That was in Florida. Johnny was there. Ace was there. Mark was there for a celebrity. Celebrity softball. softball. I think George the Animal Steel was there. (laughs) Fucking all types of, uh, you know, old school wrestlers, man. All right. Well, listen, I just want to say, man, congratulations, Derek. Um, you know, I look at a lot of of uh, of challengers. I'm, you know, envious of a lot of you. We've got we've got Leroy, who just got engaged. He's about to have a baby. Uh, Jenna and Zach, you know, you you got CT. I mean, um, there's so many people that have uh, we've got to see grow up and um, just, you know, become these amazing, mature adult versions of themselves. I'm going to need you to give me some notes on how to do that because I am still a giant man child. Yeah, I mean, I re- I am too. I mean, I think that's just the key. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even doesn't even deny it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> you better you better be ready to take care of a big fucking baby if you get, you know, want to get with one of us. Um I don't know that I I don't know if I have the notes, man. I think it's about, you know, I think it's about the 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 stars aligning, no pun intended. And, 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 and that person coming into your life that could handle you. I mean, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like there's uh, who, who you are is, is not going to be easy to handle who I am. There ain't no way. I mean, she's out here like you're doing what you're going to put a, a table in a chair in my front lawn and an owl. No. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> Honey, it's happening. Get used to it. Okay. Cause shit's about to get a lot weirder. Yeah, so it's like if you're ready, I mean, it's it's fun, it's entertaining, it's loving, but you better be ready for the unexpected cuz Well, you seem happy, Derek, and you know what? This is a far cry from uh you having to sneak out the bedroom window to hang out with a PE teacher. I actually ran into him not too long ago. I was like, <laughs> "Is that?" I was like, "Is that you, sir?" I remember you telling me that story, dude, and I'm like, "Derek, you need to pull shoot immediately. I don't know how to get yourself out of this situation." But you gotta, okay? There's 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 greener pastures out 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 there for you to be grazing on. You were like, yeah, man, my life my life consists of my my social life consists of me sneaking out of the window, going to a local bar, and hanging out with a forty five year old PE teacher out of a second story window, not second just like st- fucking. Let me open the sliding glass door and leave while I was yeah. You know, it was like I'm yeah, fucking climbing oh, down and dude. shit. Well, hey, good man. I, I, maybe you'll remember this phrase. 
Grab your hat and run. Yes. Who Reach. said that? Rage. Yep. I yeah, remember that it. one too. See? Hey, I'll tell you what. And for those of you who don't know, Derek's referring to my father, Regis Divananzio, who is an absolute legend. He's probably listening to this episode right now. He loves the podcast, Derek. So say what's up to Reg. What's up, Reg? Hey, I appreciate you. And you don't even know it, my friend. You left me a, <laughs> you, you dropped me, you dropped me a uh you, you dropped me a diamond. Didn't even know it. I took that thing to the bank. I mean, like, bank, like, lawyer got some bank. My dad is absolutely full of bountiful wisdom, Derek. I, my, my best friend, John, actually refers to conversations with my dad as fireside chats with Regis Divananzio, because that really is. It's like, it's not a conversation. It's more of like a, a lecture. You're going to sit down. You're going to learn. Is that Johnny Patience that you're talking yeah, jo- about? Yeah, yeah, Johnny Patience. Yep, yep. Um, so, well, good, man. Dad got a shout out on the podcast. I love it. So, Reg, thank you. You got a good man here. Well, listen, chip off the old block. All right, well, listen, as much as I'd love to talk about family for the rest of the podcast, we are not here for that, all right? You have a beautiful family. You're about to embark on another journey. Congrats, Derek. Um, Thank you. I want to be just like you when I grow up. And before you keep going, because I know no one's going to listen to this all the way at the end unless they're complete fucking Gs, we're coming back to New York City for Challenge Mania Live uh, with, uh, with Mark Long, Mark Long, Rachel Robinson, and Marie and myself. It's our first Challenge Mania Live back in New York City uh, since uh, I think it's been about th- two or three years since the pandemic. So come check us out. Ch- tickets are available at challengemania.live. Uh, it's our first night show at the uh, City Winery in New York City. Sorry, Johnny, I had to throw that in there because it, it never matters at the end. Wait a minute, but what happened... Hold on. So what I went to in New York City, what was that? That wasn't a Challenge Mania live party. A viewing party. That's just ah. a viewing. We, Johnny, Johnny, usually we're at comedy clubs. Way we off. got We got a meet and greet. We got a whole oh, stage show shit. going on. Yeah, you, you. that's what I'm saying. It's like, you got to come to one of these things. We're doing another one in Nashville. It's completely booked up. Wow. Uh, When's so, that? You got to tell me when. I, here's the only problem, Derek. Here's the only problem. I might be leaving here in a couple of weeks, and I might be gone for a while. I'm not telling you where. But uh, you'll probably find out maybe like four months after I get back from wherever said vacation. So when is well, it? When- everybody better get their caution signs ready <laughs> or whoever's going over that way. I'd tell you where I was going, but I'd have to kill you. June 18th, New York well, City. Yeah, I won't be there. Ju- July 30th in Nashville. Mm, with possibly. Current All-Stars Challenge champ, John okay. A. Her buddies, Jasmine. Derek Chavez and Katie Cooley. And then, of course, we're going to have John wow. Brennan from uh, the most recent Real World doing a song, performing live at Challenge Mania Live. We're going to have John Brennan. What a lineup. What a Nashville lineup. Yes, sir. Challengemania.live for tickets and a good time. What happened? You go to Craigslist to, 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 to bring cast members? <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> I'm taking this shirt off. I'm done. <laughs> What's there? Who's done? You're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck, we blew our water in New York. All right. Now, listen, we are obviously here, Derek, to talk about this season. <laughs> we are here this season. That's what you got the bird there for, Derek. All right? To not shit on you. We're shitting on them. They need, they need uh, owls, you're too. You're supposed they to don't... protect them. What are you doing? <laughs> Bird's not, not paying. That owl's not paying attention. Um. All right. Third installment of All Stars. Um, I I'm absolutely overjoyed that uh, that they. I feel like they really have struck gold. I, I really do. I feel like this is like the second coming 
of uh, of a good thing. And uh, again, as much as we love the flagship show, um, as much as we love, you know, all, all the, the the groundbreaking, you know, moments that they're having on that show, uh, the, the this this ever growing expansion, uh, you know, internationally, there's something to be said about familiarity and about nostalgia and about just something familiar. And once again, after watching the first two episodes, I feel like All Stars Three has once been once again been able to capture that in a bottle, and I love it, dude. After last season, our last two seasons, what what what's your biggest challenge coming back on the third season? What's the biggest challenge that you're facing coming back? I, I think it's just the pressure to win. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's uh, like you kind of got to get it done. You know, uh, I think I feel like. You know, when you when you do what I do and you watch and you analyze every single, uh, you know, character, every single uh, every single elimination, every single competition, every single uh, dilemma that arises, you know, if you feel like one of one of the people that's seen it all, you should probably be able to kind of figure it all out. And then you roll into this first this first challenge. And what do you got? A fucking memorizing puzzle. It's right like, out of the gate. Uh, and it's like, it's not, e- it's not even like, uh, it's not even like a, like a simple one. I mean, the second one was a little bit more, you know, a, a little bit more simple, yeah. right? Yeah. But the, but the first one, it's like, Johnny, I'm talking like, like it, it, they had, you know, four different types of, of animals. They were both kind of be facing one way, face the other way. They could be facing opposite ways. They all got, you know, a, a, a plethora of different types of pinks and yellows and oranges. So, and then you got to look at the eyeballs. Some of them are looking sideways. Some are looking cross-eyed. Some are looking fucking down the pipe. Like, it, you know, so it's like, unless you have a strategy to memorize five things at one time while you're sprinting back and forth, like. And just it- trapped in a, and, and just stuck in a scrum of sweaty dudes. Like I saw, bro, this doesn't come through on the screen. But anytime you hear, anytime you're doing a challenge Central or South America, it's gonna be hot and stinky and sweaty, dude. And you saw how sweaty these dudes were. And I'm like, oh man, that first round when you guys were just all just stuffed in a bunch together. I'm like, God, man. And, and someone was on the ground. I think Jordan was laying on the ground, like with his head. I was like, that that just seems miserable. Oh, seems dude, Jordan horrible. goes in. You know how Jordan does it. He goes in doing a baseball slide into the fucking wall. <laughs> So extra. Everything just, he does has to be extra. Oh man. It's like it's like he gets he gets dropped from an apparatus doing uh doing uh you know trivia and the guy has to do a backflip into like a triple fucking pirouette and then hit the water like you know in a perfect dive. It's like, all right, Derek, we get it. I mean, Jordan. Um, so we started with the puzzle. All right. Well, before we get into that, let's let, sure. let's let's back it up to the beginning of the episode. Real natural introduction we got here. So like, you guys are all like coming out of SUVs, dressed to the nines, strolling into the house, not a care in the world. What happened to the fucking stampede? What happened to just the mass stampede? Just everyone just, I mean, it's its an absolute struggle for a bed. Like, I mean, that's one of the best parts of the show. My my theory, we don't want anyone pulling a, pulling a hammy, tweaking a knee, blowing out a hip. I mean, we've got some people pushing 50 on this show now. So I think that the, the stampede's got to be out. Well, you could call it that, or you could call it like we we challenge royalty just rolled up to one of the most epic houses that we've ever had. It's I a mean, sick house. It's a sick I house. I mean, 
I mean, this shit was fucking on yeah. fire. I'm talking yeah. about, this is the first time I ever actually felt like, damn, they give a fuck about us. You know? Yeah. Not the first time, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Time. Sorry, the I'm first about, time. I'm about to I've get ever more felt trouble. Like they care I'm about me. I'm about to get in more trouble. I'm about to get. <laughs> Cut that out. No, it's the first <laughs> time my entire life. I feel like they actually. I mean something. Uh, no, I thought the same thing. That infinity pool overlooking the ocean, bro. Dope. Well, and and Johnny, like, come on, you know, we've we have experienced the grinder. I mean, there was there was at some point. You guys were living in a bunker, right? Like you guys didn't even have last, sunlight. Johnny, last season we, I did, yeah. Johnny, we've lived in we've lived on the island where we were given bug nets. Yeah. You know, like, dude, we have had yeah, some, had to shit had to shit into a hole. Yeah, I mean, Dan, Dan washed the animal was literally shitting literally, on we our had to, toilet, like shooting. We literally had to eat our own scabs on a daily basis just to, just for for sustenance. How about the ruins, dude? Remember, we, we had, had to the, break down the walls of production and steal their ketchup and mustard <laughs> and relish. And then we had, to to, we had to cut open a, a hole in our mattress and hide them in there and did that for weeks until they prison. caught us. It was prison and then got fined. We got, that was, I think that was the first fine they, we ever caught on a challenge on the island when we, we didn't cut a hole in the fence. We actually dug a hole underneath that bamboo fence waded through knee deep mud, which they told us later was snake infest poisonous snake infested dude ransacked the little production kitchen. There was armed guards there too. They even said they were like, you guys are lucky you a didn't get bit by a poisonous snake or B get shot by a Panamanian guard because you guys were dressed in all black ransacking the, the, the food tent, but we were so hungry. I mean, remember the ruins when we, had that one little burner. There was like a little propane burner in the middle of the kitchen. That was the only way to like cook and heat food. Then you had Kenny and Evan throwing mashed potatoes at the cleaning ladies with a spoon. And that was like, that's our food guys. We don't have much more of that. Um, as you were saying, everyone came prepared, dressed to the nines, reality challenge royalty rolling into the house. Mark Long. I mean, he, you could tell he really, went all out. I mean, he went so far as to leave the stickers on the bottoms of his shoes. I mean, Mark went as far as going to Marshall's to like, you know, to, to, to really fucking complete the look, the stickers on the shoes. I'm so glad they called him. Cause they were like, Hey Mark, lay in the bed. Let's see how tall you are. He lays down and there's stickers all over the bottoms of your shoes. It's like, that's something your mom does in elementary school. When you buy a pair of sneakers, the first thing you do is take the stickers off the bottom. Listen, Mark Long is 100% one of a kind. And it's something he would do. I remember the time we were doing a Challenge Mania Live in uh, uh, in December. And I had wore this shirt the, the night before to like go out and I'd just hang out for a bit. And the next day we're rooming together. He goes, can I borrow that shirt? I'm like, bro, you're like the size of a fucking house. Yeah, There ain't yeah. no way you're going to fit in this thing. But okay, you can try. And it has a stench to it. So, okay, no, he fucking puts that thing on. Uh, Mark likes his Mark. <laughs> Mark likes his uh, Mark likes his shirts tight, man. Yeah, he yeah. likes to fill those things out. But yeah, so the Godfather shops at Marshalls. Good to know. Um, West wastes no time, basically uh, heaping accolades upon himself as the best challenger of all time. I'm sitting here like Wes. You haven't exactly had a. a the, 
uh, you've had a rough go the last couple of seasons. You might want to like, I don't know, tamp down expectations a little bit. You know what I mean? Pump the brakes. Well, you know, so I think it's, I think it's a little different, uh, you know, seeing him on camera versus off camera. And it's been a little while, uh, you know, it's a little, it's been a little while because uh, I feel like I've gotten to know him behind the scenes a little bit more. And it's it's not so much of what we see in the confessionals. You know what I mean? It's a little yeah. bit more, you know, toned down and, you know, a real or one-on-one or, uh, you know, um, sort I'm looking for. Just uh, authentic. Listen, I've, yeah. always said, I've always said that too about Wes. People ask me all the time, even at the height of our rivalry. They were like, do you, did you actually hate him? And I was like, I hated television. I hated on-camera television, Wes. My persona that I was on TV and his persona did not get along. Off the show, never had a problem with the guy. He is a different person when he's not on the show. But then he comes on and it's like the delusions of grandeur, man, are just, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're just in your face and apparent. Yeah. And, and I, I get, you know, talking to him, uh, you know, one on one and on the side and, you know, when it's the cameras aren't around and uh, it, it's I, I get the feeling like he doesn't want to look like the guy that they made him look. Uh, but I feel like he, he just gives it to him. And there's so much footage from the past yes. yeah. that, like, it's almost like you can't deny. It. And I didn't think that All Stars was going to get was going to. Give somebody, and don't get me wrong, like a lot of people like Wes and this persona and who this is and me yeah. against the world. Like it, it, it's 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 who he's been for so long. Ever since I, I can remember, he comes in, it's him against the world. It's him, maybe one more person against everybody. And uh, uh, not really. That's that's he's that's not usually the game he plays. Usually it's Usually what it is, is it's West. And that's what I was saying. Like this season is going to, it's going to be a little bit, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays this. Cause generally Wes's strategy is he shows up to the house and he's always dependent on this naive, brand new, inexperienced crop of rookies that he's able to somehow convince that he's going to be able to bring 13 people to the final with him. Uh, and that's what he loves. He loves having people that just, buy into his bullshit. And what always ends up happening is then it's like a Ponzi scheme. The, fur- the closer to the end it gets, now it's like, hey, now you're going to have to actually come through on these promises that you've made to all these people. And it always ends up blowing up in his face. So seeing him come into a show where there aren't any rookies and everybody in the house is has been on the show, has made it to a final, knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays this one. Um you got MJ, yes, and John A, the champs from the past two seasons. They haven't seen this type of competition, though, have they? Is this going to be is this going to be a little bigger test for the three of them? Well, I I think that you know All Stars one and All Stars two, uh, you know, everyone was just kind of restarting to get their footing, and you know, someone like Yes comes in. I think it's a beautiful thing that we have. Yes, the All Stars one champion on, and yep. walking in with the All Stars two male and female champions in yep. MJ and John A. I love the fact that they finished one, two, and three uh, in, in, in this uh, in, in this first challenge. Um, I just think it was kind of like synonymous of, of, you know, who they are. Basically, I mean, yeah, this isn't Yes's first, you know, challenge win. I, I believe this is, he's won twice now and just a, a few chances. I don't know exactly what his, 
his record is. But also, MJ's like two for four, you know? And yeah. that's not something that, like, is talked about often because he's not, you know, placed on this, like, you know, Mount Rushmore conversation. Neither is yes, but, like, they're literally the All-Stars one champ, the All-Stars two champ, along with John A., who's definitely going to be playing, you know, with the partner that that she that she had won previously with. So it's like MJ's in a good in a pretty good spot. Um and it looks like yes is already kind of the opposites of, you know, he's kind of taking your place there. The original Johnny Bananas. Yes is taking your place with Wes here it looks like. And I am curious to see how far they go. How far they take this. What do you what do you think? What do you think of this? Because you 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 all you I think already see I think it's an unfair I think it's an unfair comparison only because yes and I could not be cut from more different cloth. The, the reason the reason me and Wes obviously didn't like each other and didn't get along is because we kind of played the same game. I mean, we had the same intentions. We both basically were going to try and out scumbag the other one, right? <sighs> And I think that's where our uh, that that's where the tension came between the two of us. Like it was like, all right, there's there, you know who's who's more evil and who's more willing to just you know sell their soul to the devil than the other one. I feel like this tension between yes and West, which we will get into because this is obviously going to be something that's going out through the season, is they're complete polar opposites of each other. Yes is yes comes into the game and he wants to try and play the game so honest, so straight up. And that's where the tension comes in with Wes. But it's like, I think the longer he plays and the more of these he does, he's going to realize that there really is no clean way to play this game. You're going to have to eventually get your hands dirty. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Um, and I've always thought that was funny when people come in and they kind of brag about like, I play an honest, I play a clean game. Yeah, you, you, you're playing that way. It's because you've never been put in a position where you don't have to. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Experience the thrilling burst of delicious cherry flavor with the crisp and refreshing Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in zero sugar, diet, and mini cans. Pepsi Wild Cherry is the perfect way to indulge your wild side. From a Friday night binge watch to a raucous evening of pizza and sweatpants with your friends, Pepsi Wild Cherry lets everyone get wild their way. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This episode is brought to you by Viore. If you're sick and tired of your old traditional workout gear, then I have two words that will change everything. Viore clothing. This line of active wear is truly unbelievable. And here's why. Look, you've seen me. You've seen the shorts I do on YouTube. I walk around, I do stuff. I listen to podcasts when I walk. I make calls when I walk. I like to wear comfortable workout equipment, you know, like nothing nuts, just like a really nice pullover, comfortable pants to walk around. Viore is designed to work out in whatever you're doing, but it doesn't look or feel like you're working out at all. It's so freaking soft and comfortable. You'll never want to take it off. And here's the best part. You don't have to take it off. Wear Viore clothing to train, travel, or lounge around the house. I do a lot of lounge around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash ringer. V-U-O-R-I dot com slash ringer. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. 
This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. I think everyone's challenge prep is interesting. I feel like everyone's coming into the challenge prep in different ways. It seems like people are coming in. Look at Cyrus lost, what, like 50 pounds? I mean, he's coming in, you know, half the man he used to. And then you've got Tyler and Kellyanne, which have a, who both have a very interesting uh, challenge preparation, and that is squirting coffee and chocolate up their ass. You know, that was one of the uh, more memorable comments that uh, I had heard all uh, episode between episode one and two is that they're going to be bonding over enemas. Uh, so while I was in the house, oh, to be to be uh, spot on here, one of them is going to learn how to do a chocolate enema while the other one learns how to do a coffee enema. And I didn't know what enemas were until I came across this in the house. How'd and you there was, you've never heard of an enema, Derek? I, I, I had even heard that at some points there was a, a remnants of enema on in the bathroom and oh somebody gets a little uh, a little annoyed and scared about it. I don't know if this is going to make air. Uh, yes, but, it will. But, yes, it uh, will. But uh, the, any, the, any, listen, any talk that involves the B-hole will definitely, that's actually one of the caveats. It's in my contract actually on the podcast. If there's ever any conversation that involved the B-hole has to be put in. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, so <laughs> Tarek's like, I'm not going to touch that. I'll just keep on going. Well, I just started thinking about, you just had me thinking about, uh, Tyler and the, and the, uh, and, and the, and the nails and the, 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 the gag you played on him or the joke. I heard, I just, I recently heard a joke that you, you did with, uh, with Tyler. The fingernails where I stuffed all the fingernails in his pockets. Well, no, cause listen, this asshole. All right. So <laughs> this is going, sorry to get off topic, but this is going back to Key West. Okay. Tyler, God love the guy, has some of the most disgusting habits you've, I mean, foul, like beyond foul. So there's people like to bite their fingernails. Tyler doesn't just bite his fingernails. He bites his fingernails and then he will suck on them and then he'll save them. He'll put them like in his little coin pocket and he'll like save them and he'll chew on them for later. Not just fingernails, toenails, any nail. So it's towards the end of the Key West season. Me and him have been pranking each other all season. He decides to take hair out of all of the drains in the shower, the sink, and put them in my hats, all right? And I realized, I was like, why is there hair in my hats? And someone's like, oh, Tyler, put him there. So I decided then to get him back by, Zach had this toenail fingernail clipper that had the little guard on it, so it catches all the clippings. So when you clip your nails, they don't fly away. They get stuck in this little container. And it was like the community nail clipper. Everyone in the house used it. And Zach, dude, if you ever seen them fucking hippie toes, dude, like, good Lord. And this guy, like, he's he's a, you know, as crunchy as they get. And he'd have these really long, like, you know, toenails. So I went and I found his clipper and it was full. This thing hadn't been emptied in forever. I mean, this thing was like busting at the gills with toenails. And I went and I stuck them in all the coin pockets of Tyler's pants because that's where he'd hide his nails. And sure enough, dude, like a week later, man, he's just got this, dude, this toenail that was probably the size of like, you know, your thumb chewing on it. And he's like looking at it. I'm like, are you sure that's yours? And I told him what I did. So meanwhile, this guy's been sucking on the rest of the house's toenails for the last week. So pretty bad. <laughs> Listen, just prepare the storyline. Pre- prepare the storyline. Because now 
Tyler has actually gone and been eliminated the game. So who else not is yet. doing that? He hasn't been. He hasn't been. He has not. Derek, we we're just entering the house. We haven't even gotten to the part where you give the toast. Oh, Derek gives the kickoff toast. Yes. That's why you called me. You're like, you know what? Someone took my fucking spot. Mother. I'm going to get Derek to get over here. And you want to know what's funny? The last couple of seasons, production has, when I tell you, forced me out of bed. Bananas, get up. You got to do the toast. I'm tired. We've been traveling for two days. Can I not? I'm No, you got to do it. Got to do the toast. You have to do the toast. Last like two seasons I've done the toast. Guess what? Doesn't even make the episode. So I'm glad that at least they're they're allowing your toast to make the episode because now they're like we can't we cannot give this guy the toast on the episode anymore. Yeah, and it's I think that and I think that they, it, it was done really well. Again, entering the house, everybody dressed up, kind of like they did on that last last season of uh, uh of of whatever whatever the challenge, spies, lies, and allies, or whatever. They're trying to up the ante as far as you know it looking good, and I think it looked good, and it, and it felt like we we were you know, challenge royalty walking into this house. Look good. I, listen, I, as it much as good. I'm, as much as I'm talking about this whole stampede in the beginning, I am totally fine. If that's how they want to let us enter the house from now on, I've always hated the like, Oh, who am I going to have the room with? You have to throw your shit down on the bed. It's a total gamble. Like, am I going to get a, a bedroom with a closet space or, you know, the big shower? Am I going to have to like, you know, sit next to someone who snores and, you know, eats their own boogers. So so yeah, I, I I love that I love that intro, man. Um, you give the toast, great way to kick the the, the episode off. First challenge, however, I'm like, we're not going to drown them like we did in, in in season one. That was great, man. Watching all these people go out and try and, I almost feel like here's what it is. I think that they they bit off production. I mean, bit off a little more than they could chew uh, with season one uh, all stars because they gave everyone a legit challenge that's what that is a flagship style challenge swim out however many yards dive down unhook it swim back no life jackets they almost drowned so many people they were like all right we're gonna have to uh dial it back a little bit let's just make them run over look through a hole try and identify some puzzles and and solve a puzzle yeah i i mean i i feel like disappointing uh, i mean i feel like they could have i mean I, I agree. I mean, I, I was I was disappointed in in, in kind of you know how is this going to look on TV? Not that's what, what I'm thinking about, but it's just like I thought. You roll up to the challenge, you're like, all right, we're probably going to have to figure out a way to climb over the wall with our partner yep. because before this first we'll challenge, run it. Yeah. before before this first challenge, we were given um, numbers. We had to pick numbers out of a hat, and uh-huh. there was a, a a girl hat. You know, number one. And a guy had number one. So here I am being like, all right, Jemmy, we're number six. We're going to be a team. And I think we're going to have to probably jump over that wall, go get something, you know, memorize something, whatever. Go grab it. Bring the puzzle piece back over with your partner. And and no, we were just looking yep. through a peephole. And I mean, when I look back at the last few seasons that I did, it was like World of Worlds won. All right. We had to run with. Flat, dude. It was like we had to run through this forest with flags. It was like, dude, they said don't run with them down. But it was like spears, bro. Like you're running head to head with like oh, spears. Yeah. Guys are getting fucking decleated left and right. Then it was like World of Worlds 2, I believe, or yeah, 2, where it was like you had to do tug of war against someone then a monster truck fucking crushed cars. I mean, it's like that's what the kickoff episode needs to be something like. Yeah. Not let's. I mean, Derek, you couldn't even, you didn't even know if a, if a fish was a reptile. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was completely confused on. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I'm looking through the, I'm looking through the hole. I see reptiles. I see lizards. Is a fish a reptile? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right, bluish amphibian. Looking both ways. And like, you're literally running back and forth, talking to yourself, trying oh, to remind God. yourself. And the second you start thinking about something else, yep. that's it. It's gone. Yeah. It's like, you might as well just, just stop and be like, fuck, dude, I completely forgot the sequence. Just go back. But no, you go, you keep going and you're like, oh, I think, I think, I think, dude, you've already forgotten. The second yeah. you start telling yourself, I think, I think that's too much. I you've know. already forgotten. Yeah, I, it, dude, I've always memory has never did. The memory puzzles have never been have never been my uh, my jam. Uh, Wes, I mean, to, to no surprise, I actually called it kind of going into this. Wes is oddly good at these memory puzzles. He wins the first challenge. You already kind of see now the uh, the beginnings of this. I don't know what rivalry, envy, jealousy, whatever you want to call it between yes and Wes. You see this stare down kind of yes gives him. So they're already kind of setting the, the stage for that. Cyrus loses, uh, poor guy. Um, and then the authority is established. Top three guys, top three girls. What do you think about this setup? Um, I kind of, if I was in that position, I always like it more when you can kind of spread, and I know this is you too, kind of spread the blame out between multiple people. It always sucks when it's like power couple and it's like top guy, top girl, and all the decision is on you. At least if there's six of you, you get to kind of like spread the blame out a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this happened to me last season on on the Challenge All-Stars, too. I mean, I completely got in trouble right off the bat. Won the first competition with Jody. Had to throw a bunch of names out there and was already public enemy number one just because I won and I had to fucking put four names out there. Um, so that was a, a very strange game. But this time around, it's six. You know, yeah, the top guy and top girl end up winning and, and getting a, a sabotage that they have to throw on somebody. So you still have to be that person. You still have to be the person that kind of like, well, I won and I'm stepping in shit regardless because I kind of have to, you know, I have to call somebody out. And as much as, you know, Wes is saying that, like, he likes saying names. He likes, no, he likes no. it, it. It's, it's counterproductive. No, it, it is. And not only saying the name, I think I, here's the other thing. Then he announces the, 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 the sabotage. That's the ultimate because, and this is what I'm saying. This is why they make the game impossible. The whole, the, the sabotage is placed in the game simply to speed up the, uh, the process of you basically showing your cards. Okay. This in no way, shape or form is going to help you because chances are the person that you pick is not going to come in last. Okay. And now all you've done is just now put another target on your back in addition to the person that you just sent in. So again, it, it, the sabotage is supposed to sound like, oh yeah, this is like a benefit. No, it's not. This is just, again, it kind of makes winning almost, uh, you know, counterintuitive. And it just, again, puts a, puts a target on your back sooner. Um, what's your move in this position? Okay. So now they're in the deliberation. They're deciding who they're going to send in. And I, I already know the answer, but but Derek, are you? I'm gonna swing for the fences. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go big out of the gate, or are you kind of gonna sit back and play it safe? Listen, it, again, I I kind of learned my lesson again. I mean, it's never been my style. I was kind of forced to do it uh, uh, on All Stars too, is to make. You didn't even think you were making a big move, but the second you say I'm gonna put second and third place in. 
all bets are off to play this like fair game. Like, do we want to go to the next party or do we want to start putting fucking targets on ourselves, right? Like, cause you know how it is. Once you get to the house, you're like, listen, let's stick around for a little bit. Yeah. Like, let's play the game a little bit. Like, let's do another competition. Like, let's not like let's not live in this fucking stress-filled environment for right now. Like, yeah, like yeah. out of the game. So, so it's like it's like yeah, some of these people, you know, maybe like oh, let's go swing big. Let's, you know, all this fucking gibberish that they're talking in the confessionals. And you go, no, I'm swinging to play fair because I also do not want to put myself in a shitty position because, you know, in Wes's case and who's the girl that won? Uh, in Kellyanne's case, or Sylvia's case, the next competition, they're going to put themselves in a shitty position because they're going to create an enemy. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, I get it, dude. It's it's always in theory. It's always good. Like in theory, it's like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, make a big move. I'm going to swing for the fences. Then when it actually you get in the position where you have to do it, it's very rare that anyone's going to have your back. I mean, and that's what kind of happened in this. Like you saw Wes right out of the gate, obviously wanted to say George's name, which I thought was just foolish right away. It's like, it's like, come on, like, you know, against not, not to say not. I mean, Jordan against Cyrus. I mean, that's just kind of an unfair matchup in my opinion. Um, but what was funny was Wes trying to campaign for Jordan by getting somebody else to say Jordan's name and then make them take ownership of it. It's a very, very, very uh, uh, familiar move from a guy named CT. That's always been his move is, is putting a name out there, right? But, but, but putting, planting a seed Having somebody else say the name, and then when they do, it didn't come out of his mouth, and now that person takes ownership. And I could see Wes attempting to do that with Jordan. And I remember the girls were like, oh, Jordan. And when they did, he tried to like make it out as if they said it, but it just was nowhere near as smooth. It was about as fucking smooth as sandpaper. Um, so yeah, so he's trying to campaign for Jordan. You've got Veronica saying that she's in an alliance with Tina but can't stick her neck out for her. And I just thought it was hilarious how she went in to basically save Tina and Tina ended up getting uh, sent in. And then you got, you got Tyler, poor, poor Tundra. I mean, this guy just can't catch a break. Yeah. I, I felt bad for uh, Tundra going into this because clearly he's, his strategy is good. He is a fun person to be around in the house. Yeah, I mean, the social he, game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he goes from Tundra to the polar bear uh, to Tyler and, and he's got all these fun personas and, and, and people to hang out with and uh, and but he finished last and his campaign is not really going that well on top of that he's still suffering from broken ribs and a fractured wrist and not really been being able to to prepare and train for a crawl brawl where you're on your hands and knees Fucking just putting all the pressure <laughs> on those Dude. joints that you just previously broke by a guy they call the enforcer. So the crawl brawl. So when, when TJ announced that and they showed up, I, I, I could tell kind of what it was. You saw this intersecting cage. I'm like, all right, they're going to have to pass by each other, whatever. Crawl brawl. Is that is that just because and I, I'm assuming this is why. You can't do hall brawl with with you can't with some of these people. I mean, Cyrus will turn into dust if, if, if he went, you know, full speed against, you know, someone like Tyler. Well, you know, just, you know, it just uh, reminds me of why they don't have us running into the house anymore, Scott. I mean, uh, Johnny. <laughs> yep. Yep. So now, I mean, that would, that's one notion, right? Is, is why we're not running into the house and why we don't have a, a legit hall brawl. 
Um, but like, but but again, I, I you know the 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 you know fine us finally getting like a a walk in where it's like a respectable you know bosses fucking walk into this thing. Uh, uh, the, the challenge All Stars three masters of the universe, and then of course we go to a crawl brawl. Where I think crawl. this should be, <laughs> I think this ball. should be a staple. We were texting uh, back and forth. The crawl ball should be a staple. The I new staple. It. I will sign. Listen, I will sign that petition any day. Because Derek, when I tell you, especially where I'm at right now, I mean, I've got, I've got way too much going on. Where it's like the last thing I need to do is fucking get padded up in a faceless helmet, running full speed head down into some you know, some fucking money hungry little mutant that's just trying to make a name for themselves. I'm good. Like if I ever have to get put in a hall brawl, I'll probably either try and jump over him. I'll stand on the outside and let him fucking run by and just, I'm like, I'm good. Like, like I, I don't need, I don't need those problems. Whether you jump over, go through, slide give underneath. A, give me a cool you know, brawl any day. What You know, one thing's going to happen. You know, one thing is going to happen you're definitely going to hurt something. There ain't no way yes. at this age no. we ain't fucking hurting something. No shit. Run, running, doing a head-on collision with another fucking human being. Mutant at that. Yeah. So Cyrus and Tyler, um, I mean, Cyrus ends up winning. Who would have won? If this was a sweating contest, who do you think would have won? Listen, Tyler does hold the championship belt for sweating the most on a daily basis. 100% bar none. I don't know if Cyrus is going to beat him in that. He's good. Cyrus's sweat sweat game is very good. But Tyler's is like on another level. Tyler, Tyler. You can wash your hands with this fucking sweat. Tyler drips sweat when he's like just sitting down in an air-conditioned room. So yeah, Tyler, Tyler can sweat with the best of them. All right, so we've got two winners. We got, uh, you know, Cyrus pulls it out. Uh, Tina pulls it out. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, a, a bit ironic how Tina says in her confessional at the end how how much she loves competing. But correct me if I'm wrong. Last time we saw Tina, wasn't she quitting? Wasn't she refusing to do an elimination? So how that's loving to compete? I have I have no idea. I don't I don't know how you uh, how you make that. How you reconcile that? Tina is uh, like people. She is, again, one of a kind. Okay, so we end the episode with uh, sabotages and stars. All right. Leave it up to TJ, obviously, to, you know, have to overcomplicate and convolute everything. So now not only we have sabotage going to the next challenge, but we've got these stars. Nobody knows what these friggin' stars are. What was your thought? Like, what was your thought process? What do you think the stars meant? Well, you you hope that it's going to give you an advantage at some point, right? But this is how the game goes every time. And it's it's just gotten more and more complicated and, and, and misunderstood as time goes on. You know how it is. Like, you get the rule when you get the rule now. It's not like it used to be where we could just figure out the game and be like, okay, all right, these people are all going to go first. And, you know, we can, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's the blueprint to making it to the end. You can usually figure it out right away. But now it's like, oh, all right, Tina gets an extra star. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, you, you just hope that it's an advantage at some point. Does that mean you're out of elimination next? Well, all we know is that it, 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 it's going to, uh, uh, what, what, how did they put it? Uh, it's going to bear a lot of weight or something along those lines. So 
Yeah, they say stuff like that. And then it's like, it's like in the, you know, they do the final. It's like, all right, you really want to win this. This is really going to change the outcome of shit. And they're like, all right, you won. You get a 30 second head start on the next one. It's like, what? I mean, it's like going into this. It's like going into this next challenge. All right. Uh, the, the swing set challenge, which again, I love it. You show up. Usually you're on a crane. You're, I don't know, wrecking people it's off. It's fun. And, this is fun. It, it looked fun. No, it looked like a lot of fun. And you know that, the, that whoever the guy was that was hitting the quick releases on those swings was waiting until you're in the most compromising <laughs> position you could possibly be before he hits that eject button. So you're absolutely, absolutely just destroying yourself and hitting in the water in the most uncomfortable position possible. Um, I'm never a big fan of when you show up, dude, you're, and especially you're going to a dock and you always see that crane off in the distance and, and your butthole just puckers up immediately, dude. You're like, all right, heights over water. Here we go. Yeah. Are you more afraid of, are you more of a heights over water or heights over buildings guy? Which one do you dislike more? No, I mean, I like the heights over water because it's yeah. like you, when you, when you hit the water, like you, you might do some more shit. You know what I mean? Like you're like, you're not going to like hurt, like. With with the heights over the buildings, it's like you just free fall. It's almost like more dangerous, right? Like it's almost scarier to do the heights over the buildings because then when you're dropping down, like if something snaps, like you're not hitting water, you're hitting fucking cement and you're going to die. You don't say. So you're saying it's more <laughs> scary if you could potentially die. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's scarier, but it's I don't think it's as fun, you know? No, uh, I li- I've always said heights over water, dude, because the thing is with me is like I'm like a cat, all right? When I fall off, I'm hitting the water – I just, certain people just know how to fall, right? I just have body control. Then you have these other idiots that like, they're like a, a, a fucking drunken baby deer out there just trying to, it's like, have you ever walked? Like, do you know how to like put one foot in front of the other? And like, what well, do you know the, the, the concept behind walking or like, I don't know, sitting down because it does not seem like it. You shouldn't fall feet first and somehow hit the water on your back. Yeah. Well, some people don't, they just, they don't, they can't, they can't figure that out when you're like, when you're in, in, in air, you they can't figure out. They just don't have it to. Their Body reaction control. is, yeah. Their reaction is like, let me fall as hard as humanly fucking possible into this water. Uh, I remember trying to tell Katie, uh, Katie Cooley, uh, before going into. Oh, she's the, had the some. Ep- she's one. had. Yeah, she's had some epic. She's had some epic spills. And I, I told her, I go, listen, just go fucking jump off the diving board. Have your yeah. husband like push you off the yeah. diving board and try to like catch your balance so you don't fall so like viciously and abruptly. Sometimes the key is to go with it too because the thing is if your momentum's already going a certain direction and in the air you're trying to fight it, you're never going to win. Sometimes it's better just to let just to go with the momentum. Um Jordan gets hit with the uh the penalty. I was a bit surprised with this only because I mean, A, this seems like something that's like right in his wheelhouse. And B, it's like West, dude. I mean, he's he's taking some uh he's taking a pretty big shot right out of the gate, dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's not wasting any time. Yeah, but then so so this was a relationship that I was I was watching rather closely because I, I didn't know I thought that they were definitely having beef, and I definitely thought that uh, you know, West throwing the the sabotage on him. And even throwing his name out there a little bit in in uh, in in the uh, deliberations in the authority, I thought one would think that Jordan is like upset about this, but no, I, I, yeah. it's not. It's like no, no. I want to race against Wes at the end. Let him throw as many sabotages on me as he wants. Like I didn't understand. 
I was confused. I, I didn't, you know, when someone was coming after he's you, he's wired hard, different, I, man. Jordan is, Jordan is just wired differently, dude. It's he's he's a he is a total fucking weirdo. Um, you're the first one in the water. What what was the strategy behind that? I mean, how did you, how did you manage to? I mean, just get your ass up there faster than everyone else. Johnny, I mean, look, it's again, one of those things that we probably that puzzle that we haven't practiced since we were in fucking third grade. This is literally the puzzle that we haven't practiced since the third grade. This is the park that we haven't gone to since the third grade and swung back and forth a million times and then try to jump off. Yeah. Do you try to get up as high as you can and jump Yeah, as far as you can, yep. you know, more than your buddy? Like literally, when was the last time you did that? When can you recall you did that? It's I cannot tell you when last last time I was on a swing set. I was actually terrified, dude. And I remember when I was little at elementary school, dude, we were doing backflips. You'd go and you'd kick. You do a backflip. You would jump off. We jump out of the swing backwards. You jump out when you were swinging backwards like you were absolutely fearless now. Bro, I get on a swing and I'm like, oh shit, is this thing gonna break? Am I gonna backflip? Am I gonna break my neck? Like, yeah, it's 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 been a while. It's a whole different feel when you're a 39 year old man than when you were nine. Yeah, well, and we saw that we saw that happening with the with the, with the men and the women. Like they they co- just like completely failed on this. Whereas for me, like that motor memory of yeah. doing that so yes. many times when I was younger, yep. like I think it just kicked in, and 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 it was. You know, I, I mean, got, dude, I got, you got, a, you got up there quick. Now on the, on the other side of the coin was, was Wes. What the fuck, dude? I'm watching him. I'm like, you don't know how to swing. Like, I mean, he was really bad at it and it's not even like he was ever good. He'd still be out there trying, trying to, trying to hit that box, man. It's, it's so confusing seeing somebody that, you know, comes across as, is very athletic you know, having problems with this, uh, you know, and, and, and again, like even with Darrell too, like I, I yeah. wasn't expecting yeah. Darrell to No. you know, I, just, it's just like, it's so weird. It's so weird how the challenge works too. It's like, it has a way of finding the weaknesses your, it, like, but weird, but weird weaknesses, like so weird. You'd think that like, like you were saying, swinging is just such it's almost like second nature. They say it's like, you know, like, oh, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. I imagine swinging is like the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's been 10, 15 years since I got on a swing. But if I got on a swing, I could get the fuck up there. Like, you don't forget how your body works. And it's just, man, it was just funny seeing these guys. And Wes, Wes hits Jordan with the sabotage. And he still, Jordan finishes while Wes is still on the swing. What a pathetic loser. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I mean, Jordan definitely comes in and just like cleans house over here. But you, you just wonder, like, did Wes and Darrell legitimate? Because we heard D- Darrell's story here. I mean, for the first time ever, we get this like story from Darrell where he is af- afraid of heights, and there was a time on the roller coaster that his mom put him on, and they had to stop the ride because he was screaming so loud. And now here we are. 20 years of reality TV. We never knew how, where wow. this story came from. We get it on All Stars 3, but then you wonder, like, where's what's Wes's story? What's Letarian's story? Like, you guys legitimately never swung on a swing when you were in third, second, third, first grade? So we got uh, round two. We got Yes finishes first. Darrell times out. Girls second round. Talk about not knowing how to swing. What is Tina doing? Does she understand the concept of swinging? 
I mean, once again, uh, talk about going completely opposite. I mean, she doesn't go opposite. She goes upside down. <laughs> you know that story that you were talking about just recently when you were like, oh, we were doing all types of crazy shit when yeah, we were yeah, you know, younger, yeah. going backwards, doing flips. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Listen, when it happened, we I I thought she was like knocked out. I thought she yeah. she was upside down for long enough because like she's upside down and she's like holding on for dear life. Like yeah, yeah. but you but from from a distance you don't know what the fuck is going she's on. She's not moving. Yeah, you're like she passed out. What happened? Yeah. Exactly. Like she's like there's something wrong. She's knocked out. Like I thought she was just like knocked out upside down, just fucking braced up holding on. Come to find out like I don't think she knows what happened. I think happened is when you're getting ready to, when you're sitting on the, on that little seat, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, like this, yeah. right? And it's you got not a this, normal, yeah. No, it's like, and it's, and it's, it's pinched in and it feels like you got a fucking G string in your ass that you're not used to at all. And then all of a sudden. Oh, don't lie, Derek. You like, you're not used to having a G string in your ass. Come on. And then, and then you got to pull the string and then it lets you go. And sometimes out of your ass. You, out of your ass, comes straight out of your ass, edema and all, and fucking, you you start going, and as as it shoots you off, you kind of like ricochet, yeah. you, you kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. jolt, and it, it may she may have come off her seat a little bit, and mm -hmm. to kind of protect herself, she probably, like, in order for her not to fall off right away, she may have had to tuck like that, because she wasn't able to, you know, go get back on that seat yeah. properly, and then... Well, listen, there's a way to swing and there's a way not to. And she, I think, perfectly executed the way not to. Um, I thought, listen, this is the other thing with Wes. It's like, all right, Wes, you're, you're going to come out here and you're going to talk this big game and you're going to say you love saying names and now you got this thing with Jordan. The guy immediately goes back. Legitimately, you would never in a million years find me doing this on camera. Kisses, kisses the ring. Literally kisses Jordan's hand. All right? And I'm watching this like, Wes, dude, come on. Let like you when you make a decision, you got to just own it, dude. You, you got to just own it because now what you're doing is now you're just making yourself look even worse. Like what in God's name? I'm I'm very confused, and and it's working on Jordan though. That's even yeah. the more confusing thing. Yeah, he's like, thank you for making it harder for me, and he and and Wes is like, damn it, I was trying to fucking get rid of you. Okay, I'll kiss your hand now and figure out a way to get rid of you. Another way with, I, and he like likes it. Like, like Jordan like likes it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, what a, it's a it's a that is a that is a strange little relationship they got there. Um, what'd you think about Tina making threats uh, to John A. When I mean she's in the bottom. It's like that, that one of the like I I know from the past. It's almost like you know the saying goes: you get more more uh, you get more bees with sugar than than with uh, with vinegar. You're in the bottom, okay? And what's the point of 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 trying to like level threats against the person that's in the top position to get what you want? And I thought I thought Kayla put it perfectly. She goes, "We're not rewarding bad behavior." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, it was uh it was interesting to hear stuff like that because I didn't know what was going on with that move because we're literally living in the same uh room. So uh, I'm in this room with all all the girls. It's me and seven girls, and uh, and so and so I'm curious 
it, I'm, I don't know what the relationships are going to, how they're forming. You know, I don't, I, like, I haven't played with Kayla and Sylvia for a long time, but I'm seeing that. That's, that's an alliance. I'm seeing Veronica and, and, uh, and, and Tina play together along with Jemmy, but then Jemmy kind of floats in the middle. So I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, curious to see like which way this goes. And in this particular instance, they're like, no, Tina, like you cannot threaten us. We are going to do the exact opposite of what you uh, want to happen here. So we get the elimination uh, that we got last season. And again, there is no competition. So that was kind of ironic. I don't know if you noticed that stat. The push, like the pull, the the, the elimination, the push pull one with so, the bar. So so last season, Tina and Melinda went against each other. We're supposed to go against each other in elimination, but Tina opted not to do it. Quit. So quit. So Melinda won. And this season, they w- oh were God. going I into elimination against even, each other. I didn't. It's it's like how how anno- like can it get any more annoying? Right. Um. All right. The authority. Uh, I thought it was an interesting um, way to, I guess, pick names. Let's all throw a name out there of someone we don't want to say. And then let's then pick from a list of names that weren't said. I thought it was a very politically expedient way to choose. However, you've got people throwing out some very like benign names that aren't going to really ruffle any feathers. Jordan says Naya. Yes, says Jemmy. Also says you. Um, Kendall, uh, Kendall says Kellyanne and Brad says Wes. I'm like, Brad, what are you doing, dude? Like there's a hundred other ways. There's a hundred other ways you could have went. Okay. Why throw out Wes? You're literally throwing out public enemy. Number one, everybody already wants. You just put your cards on the table that you're working with him. Why would you do this? Derek wouldn't have done this. Uh, well here. So this was actually the, uh, the secret authority that w- w- the in- this information was not going to get out. So after they deliberated, it was this like, all right, nobody talks about it. So we didn't they actually- did. They immediately ran and told ev- uh, am I watching a different show? Cause they immediately ran and told everyone exactly what, what was going down. Yeah. I mean, it was still confusing. It was still confusing because they said, okay, so these are the people that uh, that, 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 the, that, that the two losers don't want to go in against. Do we want to grant them that? Comes to find out they don't really want to do that. Then they go, all right, who do we want to save? And then they throw some names out there of one, one guy, one girl that they want to save. So then there's some people being saved. Then Wes gets thrown out there. Brad saves Wes, I believe. And, you know, come to find out that, you know, Yes's game sort of is now in in peril because now you got, like you said, Brad is siding with Wes and and it kind of leaves Mark out to dry. Does it though? See that that was the one thing. I I, I thought I thought that that I mean if, if yes is such a man of his word and if he really wants to play this like straight up and honest game and if he really, you know, doesn't like the way that Wes is playing this game and doesn't doesn't, you know, want to play with cheating and sabotage. Then stick to your guns and say Wes's name. Like, I thought that that was like a, a missed opportunity, man. He comes out and he makes this big speech about what a piece of shit he thinks Wes is, which I agree to in, in, in a lot of ways. But then he says Mark. Like, Mark, you're, 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 you're going you're gonna to throw out the most, I mean, like, probably the most, like, the straight up, honest, fairest dude to ever play the game. I thought that was a bit, I thought that was a bit hypocritical, dude. You well, know what I mean? 
Well, I, I just think it's, they're, going, they're going around. I think the way this worked was is they're going around saving people. Yep. And, and, and Wes just had one more name, I think, because then you see Kayla straying a, a, away, from, a, away from Wes, and she's in, she's in there. And, uh, yeah. and, and you, so you have Wes. I mean, you have Yes. You have Kayla. You have oh, Jordan saved Wes again after he's been sabotaged. You know, so it's like you you kind of had you kind of had him on a silver platter, and you know Brad kind of comes in for the save, and Jordan does nothing. Yeah. After yeah. being after being, not having an owl there to not get shit on. Yeah, he didn't. Ha- he did not. He did not bring his owl to the to the authority meeting. And then you would have had Wes and LT. Yeah, that, and we know we would know which way that would have went. I was just shocked to see Mark in there. Um, I've been on challenges where Mark goes the entire season and never gets put into one elimination. He's almost like production, Mark is. Like, you don't even necessarily look at him like a cast member. Like, he's just, you know, he's just kind of like there. He's not, he doesn't really ruffle any feathers. The guy never makes any waves. Um, and it's just kind of, and, you know, so I was a bit uh, shocked about that. The Shocked. His performance, though, in the, the elimination, I thought was, I mean, just next level. I told him, I was like, dude, you, I, you know, I watched the episode. Guy looked like a fucking beast. LT is no small guy. He is a... I mean, you saw the way he's manhandled, you know, Tyler last season and 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 ace the season before. I mean, dude, the guy is the, the guy's a monster. So for Mark to be able to, you know, you know, dispatch him the way that he did in that elimination was was really impressive, dude. And I just love to see, you know, the godfather out there uh still holding it down, man. These are the monsters that Jordan came in here talking about. I don't think he's ever done a challenge with these guys. They're arguably some of the biggest guys that we've ever had. I mean, yeah. it's no doubt about it. Like this, this, this group of guys is stacked. And as far as height and just having that physique where you're like, oh fuck. It's like it's Mark and LT. Nobody would have beat either one of them. Nobody. And 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 like you said, I mean, it's nice seeing Mark, you know, come out with with, with the W, but I mean, these are some big guys, dude, and yeah. they would they would have beat anybody. Yeah, and, and, to, and to be honest with you, they went they went very long. You kind of saw Jordan play his cards on this one too, shouting for LT. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I do think Mark heard that. Um, so I do think that there's you know something might be a brewing on uh, that way. And Mark basically took as surprised as we were that Mark went in. He went ahead and looked at all those people that managed to somehow accidentally put him in. What were the chances of, of him being the one? I mean, I'm glad I was saved, but like, how did that happen? I, that's why I was watching this so closely. I still kind of don't get the math. They don't, don't really either. give you the math. They don't really give you all of the math. He's the one. He's the one that you wanted yeah. to put in there. Yeah, it makes really? no, dude. It makes I get it with man. It that makes, panel. It, 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 well, I'm just, and I'm almost, and, and I'm kind of shocked too that out of, yeah, the people that were in there, somehow Mark didn't have somebody that was going to have his back. So it was, uh, yeah, perplexing to say the least. I like the foreshadowing we got there with the uh, Mark and, and Jordan thing. I think I think you're right. I think there's going to be a little, uh, there's going to be, there, there, there's trouble on the horizon. So, well, listen, man, I know you, I know you got, you got places you got to be, you got to kiss some hands and shake some babies. So I'm going to, I'm going to cut, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this here home. Um, I'm really excited about this season. I think, like you said, just with the 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 old the, the vets that we've got in the house, some familiar faces, the heavy hitters we got, it's going to be a good season, man. I'm really excited to watch it. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I think this, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's already got the makings of, uh, you know, bringing one of those great seasons, you know, you know, have, you know, the, the big shots been taken yet, but come on, man, that's, 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 that's not our style. Like we, you know, we had the party, you know, everything's okay right now, but you best believe that there's going to be some collisions coming up. And, Ooh. uh, if, if, if this, this shocking mark in the second elimination hasn't yeah. rattled you yet, prepare to be rattled because Ooh. there are going to be all types of train wrecks happening this season. I love a good listen. Well, well with with the uh, with the crew we got in this house, dude. I mean, it's that's you. You're literally I got a walking set of train wrecks. So, all right. Well, listen, man. Before uh, before before you take off, um, again, just want to uh, you know remind everyone about the, the the events that you have coming up. Yeah, if you just want to tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your podcast. Yeah, I'm at Derek MTV, but come to find out that MTV is no longer in the uh, Instagram or Twitter handles. I don't know if you. Saw that, Johnny, but it's now just the challenge. I don't know what I'm going to do with my fucking name. But yeah, I'm still at Derek MTV. Uh, you can check out the podcast at challengemaniapodcast.com. It's available on all platforms. We do have two Challenge Mania live events on the books. Uh, on June 18th, we're at Challenge Mania Live New York City with Mark, Rachel Robinson, Marie, and who knows who pops up because we're in fucking New York. And dude, people and are then coming. and then, dude, drop the Nashville um, lineup you got. Hold on, drum roll. Challenge Mania Live Nashville, July 30. I think the meet and greets are all already sold out. We got uh, we got the uh, current Challenge Champ John A. Uh, along with Jasmine, Derek Chavez from her season, because so you know it's gonna be a freaking Cancun party, and we got John Brennan uh, performing Dude. live, just like he did on his, like he was saying on his real world homecoming season. He wanted to go there for his dad, perform for his shocked. dad in Nashville. We're gonna get that performance, baby! And of course, we got Katie Cooley jumping off a diving wow. board. Just wow. Kidding. But what Katie a lineup. Be there. Cannot wait. I hope I'm in Challenge town Mania for that. Challengemania.live for tickets. Challengemania.live for tickets. Well, listen, man. Derek, I want to thank you again for stopping by. Congrats on everything you got going on. Um, yeah, man. And uh, and keep crushing it. I'm really excited to, to, to see how you fare this season, man. And, uh, you know, hold down for the old guys. Thank you, buddy. Uh, nice talking to you. Take care of yourself. Tell Reed I say hey. <laughs> and uh, will do. And thank you for stopping by the Death Tax and Bananas podcast where the tea flows like wine and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans at Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.